Welcome back. Okay, we're back for another episode of With Peace and Love. My name is McCall and I am the host of this wonderful, fun, um, funny, um, cool, awesome podcast. <laughs> and happy Wednesday, guys. I'm so glad that we are, you guys came back, that we're here for another episode of With Peace and Love and this week's theme before I forget. This week's title is being a sustainable force. We're going to talk about sustainability from food to um, to plastic waste to fast fashion and all of that. And I've been wanting to do something along these lines for quite a while, but I really didn't have, I don't know, I guess the momentum, the I, I didn't really take the time to do the research yet, and so I just had been thinking about this for a few weeks now, and I was like, it's time. It's time for me to finally talk about sustainability. That's a hard word, sustainability. But guys, it's in Florida. It's spring break, and the kids are out running around. For some reason, it's very cool today. It's more on like the cold side, and we are living for it. It's been such a beautiful day. But before I get ahead of myself, let's get into the weekly check-in. Let's check in and see how we're all doing. The time change. Why? Why do we have a time change? Honestly, here's the thing. I woke up on Sunday and I always, my like normal wake up time, like my body will get up like seven. It's very natural. It just happens. I'm awake and I'm like, let's go. But the thing is, now that the sun is not coming up to like 7.30, my body is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, huh? I'm very sensitive to light. So I sleep with the face mask. Um, I sleep with like everything closed, like everything. Like I can't see light or I'll wake up. But now that I wake up at 7, there's no light. I'm like, huh? Like I kind of feel tired. Anyways, I woke up very rested and I was like, oh my God, we got an hour of sleep. I feel amazing. Like I had a wedding the night before and I was like, I love this. I'm texting a group chat and then somebody was like, girl, we lost an hour of sleep. And I said, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. I could have placebo effect my, affected effect myself. <laughs> and I would have thought for the till fall that I had been getting an extra hour of sleep. But no, turns out I lost an hour. I had to take a nap on Monday. So so tired. And I was like, why am I so tired? Because it's like I woke up at five on Monday, which means it's actually four. Okay. And it's just been, it's been a rough road. I almost was thinking to myself, I'm recording this on Tuesday and I was like, am I going to have to take a nap? Cause I've been yawning all afternoon, but we've made it. It's like three o'clock now and we're good. No nappy for me. Also, I'm recording this earlier in the day. You're welcome. So no yawning for me. None. Okay. So time change. Why we're wondering why we're doing that, but no answers yet. But if you know why, let me know. I know you're going to be like, it's the farmers, but I'm like, I don't, the farmers be farming regardless of the time change so peace and love we love the farmers but come on guys i don't i don't get it anyways i think beach trip addictions need to be talked about more because i just went to the beach last week for like a few hours it was like in the after it was like a couple hours before the sun went down and when i tell you that it was like i just laid there I brought out an adult coloring book, which is just a coloring book. I don't know why we have to say like adult and kid and like guy and girl. Like just be like, it's a coloring book. We don't have to differentiate, but I think it literally says on there, adult coloring book. I'm like, cool. I got a coloring book that I keep in my car. I've had it for like a year and I've like colored in it twice. Cause I'm just not a, 
artistic person in that way but I just thought like okay if I ever want to have like a little picnic with myself or like I don't I don't want to be on my phone at the beach I'm at the beach okay I'm like okay just I literally keep it in my car with some colored pencils so I didn't bring a book to the beach so my friend was gonna go surfing and I was just gonna lay there so I brought my book out didn't even look at it once but I was like just in case it's kind of like a safety like a safety blanket I guess safety blankie um just lay there and like people watched watch people make tiktoks of the and it's over and you don't exist and i can't recall you know the ceiling song everybody so cute it was so cute like everyone was making the same video and i was like this is too much but it was like now that i've gone i need to go to the beach every morning like i literally want to wake up and drive to the beach i'm like is that smart like am i allowed to do that and it's because I haven't been to the beach since last year, since the end of last year, which like sounds like a long time ago and it was, but it's not like a year ago. It was like six months ago. But like when you live in a place like Florida, which is the whole reason that I will only probably live in a place that's near water is because I love the beach. Like I love being able to go to the beach, to be able to lay on the beach. Like I couldn't live somewhere like that's landlocked. Like I could not live in the Midwest. I can't do that. Not, I, I, how long would it take me to get to the beach? Like 12 hours? I can't do that. I need to know that I can get to the beach in under an hour, which is what I can do. I can go to the beach in 55 minutes. So I'm like, get me there. Okay? When I say that I need to go to the beach, I need to go. But like, once I start going, it's an addiction and I need to figure out how I can go to the beach this week. Like, tomorrow. Like, I don't even know how that's going to work because this week is insanely busy. But... Baby girl's got to figure something else, something out, because I got, I got the itch now. I got the itchy itch. <laughs> okay, lastly, I'm a busy bee. Busy is like the new theme of my life. Busy is the character that I would pick if I was playing a video game, if I was a video game girly. So busy that I have to schedule time with my friends. I used to just be able to be like, hey, you want to go to like, go get a try? You want to go for a walk? Yeah, let's go. No, no. I will see you in April, at the end of April, if you need me for something. No? Okay, May. No? Okay, so why don't we just plan for the fall then? Like, it's so weird. You go from zero, like, nothing on your calendar. Like, I could literally flip through my calendar and look when I had, like, two things a week. I had a meeting with the bride and, like, something on the weekend. No. Something every single day. And let me tell you something. I love it. I'm not complaining. I love it. And I'm documenting this so that when I become not busy one day, I can go back to this episode and be like, you were in your busy era, in your busy season, and you loved it. And now you're in your slow era and you're going to love that too. But love being a busy bee. I love it. I literally have no complaints. I want to be going from place to place. I want to be going from client to client. I want to be going from wedding meeting to the wedding. Like I absolutely love it. I am soaked for this season and just pray that I go to bed on time. I wake up and do my workouts and I, and I keep to keep it, keep it going, keep it going, put things on the guys. If you don't have a wall calendar that kind of syncs with your phone calendar. So if you forgot to put something into your phone, that it's on your wall calendar, you're going to need to do that because I've, the wall calendar saved me because what I do if I'm at home and I get like an email for a meeting, I immediately pull up my pen, I turn to my left and I write it down. If I'm out and about, I put it on my phone and I set an alarm, like a reminder, an alert. And 
so it has saved me so many times because I've had things that I've missed on my wall calendar that was on my phone and stuff that was on my phone that wasn't on my wall calendar. So just saying, let's get time management under our belt. Let's add it to our list of things that we're incredible at and get a wall calendar, period. No excuses. Get that wall calendar and do what you need to do. Okay, let's get into being a sustainable force. I don't know if I'm a sustainable force, I'm going to be honest, but I really do try to do the best that I can. And I'm just trying to be honest. Like, I'm not trying to fake it. I'm not trying to pretend to be something that I'm not, but I really have always cared about the environment and I I hope that I always will. And I'm hoping to pursue better ways of caring for the environment. I can't wait to have my own place and that shouldn't be an excuse. Um, but to have my own garden, I live in an apartment now. And so I've thought, I've tried thinking through different ways of like having like an in in-house like garden which is very difficult because bugs will come I don't know where or how they get in but they do and like bugs in your house is not the vibe it's just not um so I'm very excited to have my own place where like I can have a garden and really like feed off of the land more and learn about um just growing your own stuff planting your own stuff the seasons and all of that but until that happens I'm you can't make excuses and be like well one day one day like you've got to take action and do what you can you know now and just diving into being more aware of how um we've treated the the planet you know in the past versus how we've treated it now can be really scary I feel like back then and it's just so different like we have buildings and back then they didn't have building like this I mean they had pyramids but they did not have these skyscraper buildings Sears towers and all these things that we have now they did not have um roads concrete pavement like they did not have those things back then so it's just it's very different but I think that they had more appreciation because more people were actually working the land and so they knew like how hard you had to work to make the land um usable so that you could grow food or like livable so that you could clear things out. And so they weren't just clearing, like we clear massive plots of land and sometimes do nothing with it. And then we clear massive plots of land and then just stick another apartment building. And I get it. We need places for people to live. Okay. You can't be a hater, but it's just different. The contrast of how we care for the land now and how we were back then. And obviously I'm not on the, the board of them building buildings like they just do it and it's just you know somebody's obviously directing that but I think being more conscious can be scary but honestly avoiding the truth and the reality about anything whether it's the earth the planet how you eat how you live your life how you treat other people it it's not the answer like you have to face things head on do your research for yourself and make the changes that need to be made Honestly, it's it's really that simple, but I think we like to complicate things because we're scared. And if we over overcomplicate so much, we'll overthink it and then we just won't do anything. And it starts by making small changes and doing little things day by day and and doing research day by day. Don't be scared of the information that's out there. Be excited to learn, be excited to take it all in, uh, and be excited for change. Change is a good thing, just like the seasons. Um I honestly really became more aware of the importance of my everyday choices. I'm just going to take my own accountability because I wrote our, but it's really my everyday choices and how it all impacts the planet, you know, and humans and animals alike. You know, it, it, 
it really impacts um, ecosystems. It really impacts habitats. It really impacts air quality. Um, it really impacts the future. So my kids and then my kids' kids. And it, it doesn't just, I think when I was younger, I really did have this mentality. I remember somebody called me out on it because I was like, I don't really care. Like, you know, God is coming back. So with that, like, I think when I was younger, I was like, well, God's coming back. It doesn't really matter like how I treat the planet, but we don't know when that's happening. Like every time, every year, it's like this year it's happening this year. It's happening. It's like, okay, just stop. Like don't treat something a certain way because you think something's going to happen. You don't know. Treat things with respect because it impacts other people and if you care about other people, then you should care about how you're treating your things and eventually one day this will be somebody else's planet. You know what I mean? Like our future kids planet and so we should treat it accordingly and we should want to do our best to make it a place that they'll want to live, that they love to live, that they look around and see green and they see trees and they see birds flying and they see squirrels and lizards and maybe not snakes. We can check them off the list. Bye-bye. But yeah, I think that it's, we need to become more self-aware, which is really difficult. I think that's something that we all have to kind of sit with is like, okay, I'm not the only person that my choices impact when I throw gum out, which is not biodegradable. And I've always gotten on people since I was probably like in high school, maybe middle school, when people like throw away gum, I'm like, why? The trash can's right there. I'm like yelling at people. Maybe don't go about it that way. But in any anyways, I feel like I really became better at learning how to be a sustainable force because of California. I know, California, blah, blah, blah. I talk about it all the time. But I, I grew up a lot in California, like personally, not like I grew up there, but like I grew as a person there. And because I had to be a full on adult, there was nobody, I didn't know anybody in California. And so every, I had to learn lessons that I, I don't think I would have learned had I had somebody caring for me because I just had to see the world how it was. And there was nobody to shield me from that. But in California, you have to pay um, 10 cents per plastic bag, which is probably way more considering inflation. <laughs> um, but honestly, if I'm being honest, when I moved there, I was like, ew, like, what is this? Like, it was such a Floridian. And that moment I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, Florida does not do that. Like, we're cool. Like, we just give people bags. And they were like, well, it cuts down on plastic waste, which you would think 10 cents. Really? Probably should make it 50 cents because how many people think or a dollar. But the 10 cents really made you think because you're like, I don't want to pay for that. I'll just you're like carrying stuff like in both of your hands and like your deodorant and your pads are like falling out. And you're like, no, I'm not buying a bag because you just refuse to to pay the 10 cents. You're like, I don't want to add another cent to this Target receipt, which is literally my thought process. But you know what I did? I just went and bought a 99 cent reusable bag and I love her. I actually have three of them and only one has ever ripped and it was because I used it like probably every day to go to Target. But seriously, like I've had my other ones for literally years. So it's like, okay, I buy a bag that's 99 cents or I buy a 10 cent bag every single time I go to Target, which is like twice or three times a week. So that's very quickly going to add up to 99 cents. So just buy a bag. Anyways, here are some very scary and interesting statistics about plastic waste that I came to realize, but I also got updated numbers because they've changed over the years. Um, the scary number is 380 tons 
That is just how much plastic waste is produced each year. That's just each year. And that is, I believe, for all of the world. I, I, yes, when I was doing my research, it's for all of the world, which I'm not trying to like downgrade it, not be like, that's actually not <laughs> that much. And obviously, let's remember, there's going to be natural waste. People go to the bathroom. Um, but for the most part, we really shouldn't have that much waste because like fruits and vegetables, their skin and whatever else is biodegradable. So, and there's other elements that are biodegradable, but plastic waste. 380 tons doesn't sit right with me 14 tons of that actually ends up in the ocean which to me is just talking about the beach like really breaks my heart because when I one I went to Peru when I was younger when I was 12 and there you actually see the plastic waste in the Amazon River we went up the Amazon River in in a very interesting raft boat thing and you're just floating over trash and it's just really sad because the water is brown. It's completely undrinkable. Honestly, it's probably shouldn't even be touched. And water is a huge resource in any country. It doesn't matter if it's a rich country, um, a third world country. It doesn't really matter. Water is water. It's like the number one necessity of life. And having something as big as the Amazon River be basically undrinkable for a whole population is actually really scary and not even in my notes by the way like it's just something that just I think about all the time that trip to Peru changed me and changed how I think about people and third world countries and how to interact with people and how um I shouldn't take things for granted because being able to look out um even at my apartment and we have like this little lake kind of thing that they come and treat all the time it's probably drinkable and it's like that's an easy resource but those people can't even drink the Amazon rivers water and that's actually terrifying because it is a huge asset and when we were on the beach the other day there were some girls behind us and they were young like maybe like 15 16 I don't know these kids these days be looking uh, they could be literally eight years old and they look like they're 15 and I'm like oh my god I'm scared I'm scared of you guys but they had I will never forget a racetrack um like what is it called not silicone but styrofoam there we go scared i was gonna forget styrofoam like cooler and a bag of like cheetos and i turned around like i'd been laying on my stomach facing the water and i turned around after a while and they were gone and i was like what is that over there they had left their styrofoam cooler i'd never seen in my life i've never seen somebody do that before i was actually like i've, I've never been so in shock in my life first of all who raised you because if you're from florida that's inexcusable. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this and you've done that before, that really is inexcusable that they have so many trash cans on the beach because they want people to literally just walk over and throw it away and they'll tie up the bag for you. Like, I don't get what's, what is people's problem with taking out the trash. Like, America's honestly made it so convenient. There's trash bags with ties on them. You just lift the tie, you tie it, you throw it in the trash. I don't know what it is about people and throwing things in the trash. It irks me to no end, but please just throw your stuff in the trash if you're on the beach. Like, I've never seen it. I've never seen that before. I've seen, like, sometimes something just blows away from you. Okay, I get it. Like, those plastic sandwich baggies, honey, the wind comes. We're talking the Wizard of Odd Dorothy's house, up and away. I get it. I understand. But you leaving a whole cooler because you're just lazy or entitled doesn't sit right with me. And if those girls are listening, I'm going to need you to go back to the beach and have a beach cleanup day because what you did was unacceptable and below the with peace and love standards of 
all things. <laughs> um, surprisingly, only 9% of the 380 tons are actually recyclable. So basically, all of this alters habitats, which I said already before, but nat the natural process, and it reduces ecosystems' ability to adapt to climate change. And y'all may not believe in climate change. I used to not because I grew up in a very conservative household that was like, we don't believe in those things. And it's like, okay, well, like, look outside. Like, why is there literally a downpour, torrential rain in California that never happens? Why is it snowing in LA? <laughs> like, what is happening? Climate change is real. And regardless if you want to get on board with it or not, it's happening. But listen, I know I've said a bunch of really cool, amazing facts and some big words but like now what okay cool it's daunting 380 tons a lot of it ends up in the water that people eat drink and swim in and it alters our air quality all of those things but what now so I wanted to give you know me guys you know I like to give my tips and my tricks I wanted to give some easy tips and tricks things that like you could literally start doing today like I can't snap with my left hand but like that <laughs> these are things that like reducing reusing recycling this is the mccall way this is the with peace and love way because i hate when people are like do this and do that and like go and make your own compost and i'm like i can't do that right now <laughs> but like i said making excuses is not the answer so finding kind of a middle ground is what we're gonna do i think i have like five or six tips and tricks that i can think of and some i do myself and some i've been researching and 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 things that i want to um strive to do so here are my tips and tricks on how to be a sustainable force. Number one, use what you have in your fridge first. I noticed most people do not go shopping like when they're completely out of food, um, which I get because you're like, I don't want to be out of food and then what am I going to do? Either eat out or not have time to go to the store. It's hard to find that balance, but I think that's where meal prepping and meal planning comes into play because if you've and you take some time to get the swing of it so there's that but once you have the swing of like okay this is going to make this many meals and this is going to make that many meals and this is what I'm making out of the food that I have in my fridge if you meal plan um it's just cool because you'll be able to use all the food that's in your fridge and then you can switch something new. You can be like, okay, I had this and this and this and this and this last week and I ate it all and now I'm going to switch something new. I started, okay, so I make um, my own veggie noodles from like this. It's really easy. You literally put like the zucchini into this thing. I don't even know. I'll try to take a picture of it. Um, but you twist it down and it, it comes out on the other side as like basically zucchini noodles and you have to cut like the top of the zucchini off and like the bottom for it to fit and whatever and I'm gonna be honest with you guys I used to just throw it away because I was like oh like what am I gonna do with this and now I'm like nope cut it up either if I don't think I'm gonna be able to use it in the next week because of my meal plan and the portions I'll freeze it and I just will be cool I have something now frozen that was fresh so the nutrients are being saved I pull it out in the freezer in a couple of weeks and I can add it to a soup I can add it to a a pasta I can add it to a salad and instead of just throwing it away and being careless because having quality food is not something that should be taken for granted it really is an honor and a gift if you have fresh greens in your refrigerator regardless of what it is whether it's broccoli zucchini or if it's some fruit so oranges and bananas and apples and mangoes and those food is so expensive right now and 
I hate saying that because it's like, I never thought I would be an adult saying those things. I just always hated hearing that when I was younger. It's like, this is so expensive. But the reality of it is, it is expensive. And you just need to get real about one, you're going to save money if you're not just throwing away food because I don't want to eat that anymore. Like, or just kind of wasting it because you didn't really plan out, plan your meals out. So now it went bad. Honestly, you're going to save so much money if you just learn to cook with what you have in your fridge and then go to the store, which means it'll be cutting down on waste with amazing. Another thing with that is if you can go and shop at places that do not wrap their foods in plastic, bada bing, bada boom, love it. So Trader Joe's is huge into cutting down on plastic waste. And it's hard because there's things like salad kits that they want to have. The reason it's in plastic is it's portioned out. And I don't know the the solution to that. I've literally been brainstorming for months. I'm like, okay, how can we not have salad ingredients in plastic? Because the only reason is contamination. It's like, or just an end portions, right? So I'm like, is can there be somewhere where they just have like kind of like trays and you and somebody scoops them out and you bring like your own bowls I guess from home I don't know I've been trying to think it through because I'm like we have to do something because like this is like kind of one of the last things and also like meal prepped meals that they do but they've tried to cut down a lot on the plastic waste and other things so their peppers and a lot of their fruits are like not in bags and I've been just I used to buy bags of apples and I'm like no I'm just gonna get an apple or two at a time and just like cut them up and put them in my fridge and let them not go bad that's really the whole thing is like I'm trying to cut down on waste and I noticed when I would buy bags of apples I would eat like four and there's probably like six or seven so a couple of them would be going to waste and it would break my heart. Like, honestly, I could cry when I would see food that I purchased going into the trash because it's honestly just reckless. It's just irresponsible. And I need to take responsibility for my actions and make sure that I'm not wasting food. If I think food's going to go bad, give it to your neighbor. I need to give it to my neighbor, give it to my roommates, but letting it go into the trash or down the disposal is unacceptable. Unacceptable when there are people that are starving and and I'm not just talking about starving like on the street. There's probably people starving in your neighborhood. You do not know what people's situations are financially until you ask or until they tell you. So if you have food that's about to expire, you had better go and knock on your neighbor's door and see if they want it or take it down to your local food shelter because wasting food is something that we just can't, we can't stand by that anymore. We can do it. Another tip for that is something called Imperfect Foods that I've been looking into. It's a food subscription box kind of thing, and they're about $40 to $70 per box. But what it is, it's literally just like ugly looking fruits and vegetables, which like I never understood when I do when I did Instacart um, back in the day, so like a couple months ago. Um, thank you, Jesus, that I'm a personal trainer. Anyways, um, you know, you always want to pick the best of the best because you want like good reviews and people can be like, they picked good produce, but it's like, okay, what if it, the apple has a dent in it? Just eat around it. The dent is probably literally one bite and you're probably going to miss one bite of the apple anyways. Like I just love the idea of the imperfect food box um, situation where you can go to farmer's markets and a lot of times they have, they can have imperfect vegetables and buy those ones. Why? Because most people aren't, but it's, they've still got the nutrients. They might have a little dent, a little cut, go home, wash it, cut out what's bad and eat the rest. You could even ask if you can have like a little off because it's scented or bruised or whatever. Like it's going to go bad. Like 
they're still good, just looks ugly. But you know what? You're going to cut it up into tiny pieces in three seconds anyway. So why does it matter what it looks like? Just saying. Just saying. It's called Imperfect Foods. And they should be around 40 to $70 a box. And I looked it up. You can get $25 off your first four orders. So get $25 off of 40 And that's pretty good. My next one is used reusable bags. This is what I think annoys people about the whole thing with reusable bags is like you forget them. You forget them either in your car. You forget to bring them back out from your house to your car and you're just over it. First of all, I have multiple reusable bags. I have two for Trader Joe's. I have like three for Target and I have like one cooler bag um, in case I'm like running errands and I don't know like, you know, something's cold and I want to just keep it at the temperature of a cooler bag. The cooler bag I got at... um Play-Doh's for $5. It's cheetah print and silly, the coolest thing. It's the best lifesaver. I take it to the beach. I take it to the store. It's always in my car. My tips and tricks for reusable bags is buy a 99 cent one from like, and buy a cute one. Don't buy something fugly. That's, I really think that's what it is. It's like, you want a fugly like plastic bag? You get a cute reusable bag. Like, come on, get, get the reusable bag. So do that. What I started doing, I bring my groceries in and I literally just run them back out to my car. I literally run the bags back out to my car. Why? Good exercise. I live on the second floor. So getting that, getting those steps in. Um, and it takes like 10 seconds. And I know we're literally, I know we're all busy. I'm busy. I'm in a busy doll. I'm not this stay-at-home girly anymore that does whatever she wants and Instacarts whenever she wants for a few hours and then comes home and then works. No. Like I have a very busy schedule. But it's really important to me that I have the bags back in my car. And so those 10 seconds that it takes for me to put them back in my car are invaluable. Like I don't want to have to buy another reusable bag because that's not the point. And I don't want to use a plastic bag. Not the point. So you just have to make a routine of it. And once you get the routine, I promise you, like I hardly ever forget my reusable bags. Like it is so automatic for me that it's not even funny. Like I don't even notice. And I really hope that you guys start using reusable bags instead of plastic or paper bags because it's the easiest way to become a sustainable force. Literally the easiest way. Okay. My next ones are about clothing. Y'all know, you you guys know I love me some clothes. Okay. I love a good fit. I love a good look. I love to feel confident. I love to feel pretty. I love to feel pulled together. And that clothes is where it starts for me. Clothes and shoes, honey. You, you got the clothes, I got the shoes. I got the shoes, you got the clothes. Like, I love the two of those things together. They're a force. But I don't want to spend a buttload on clothes. And this is me personally. I know some. we have some high fashion girlies and boysies out there, but I ain't one of them. Like, I want a good brand. I'm a Zara girl. I love me some Zara. I don't want to pay Zara prices. So you know what I do? I take myself down to, to Plato's Closet. I keep wanting to say Trader Joe's. If Trader Joe's had sold clothes, it'd be like the Sam's Club for the for young adults, like period. I'd be wearing those clothes. Trust me, if they tried to sell me a Trader Joe's t-shirt, I'd buy it. I'd walk in and I'd buy it. You don't have to ask me twice, honey. I'm like, hand it over to me. Let me put that on my back. Let me put that on me. <laughs> but seriously, like going to thrift stores, it has changed my life because you realize that you don't need to spend that much money on clothes and shoes and you can still get the quality that you want. You can still get the brands that you want by not spending that much money and not just having fast fashion, like buying and throwing away, buying and throwing away. What I do, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but it's okay. I'm going to say it again. 
I grew up doing something comes in, something goes out. It was mostly with toys, but now that I do, I do it with clothes all the time. When I buy some new articles of clothes, I take some out and I sell them. So I kind of, it's like, it's, I think of it as like a revolving door. Like I try not to go into Plato's empty handed. Like I try to go in with like, even if it's a few things, one, here's a, tr- a trick. You will save on sales tax. Sales tax gets taken off when you do a trade, which means that if you go and sell clothes to Plato's and they take some, they apply the other day they took like three items and they put the three items towards my purchase and I was buying some pants for like ten dollars and it was eight dollars and then they took off the sales tax so I only owed like a dollar or something and I was like whoop whoop I'll take it I love it love to see it like two dollars for a pair of pants that would have probably been forty dollars like it doesn't get much better than that. And when I'm done with those pants, I'm going to sell them back to Play-Dohs. Or here's another idea. If you're not a Play-Dohs girly, which I know a lot of people aren't, that's fine. I just happen to just love it there. And I have like four or five surrounding me. So I just go to different ones like every week. I'm like, okay, I went to that one last week. I'm going to go to this one. Um, another idea is a clothing exchange. First of all, let's talk about how we treat our clothes. Let's not just treat them however let's not overwash them let's not you know what I mean like just because you wore it one day does not mean it needs to go in the laundry like bin like it really doesn't and I think that's something that's been hard for me to wrap my mind around like every time I would wear a pair of jeans they would go into the washer and somebody was like what are you doing like you really don't need to wash your jeans you can like air them out and that's fine but like washing your jeans is so bad for them and they're they're going to wear out way quicker than they need to and I was it changed my life I was like oh my god I started doing that with clothes I was like if I didn't sweat in this I'm just sitting at home in the item I could just put the item away there's no way that it's bad and we just in America we just like excessiveness we're just like okay we just we we really be out there doing the most but let's stop that so a clothing exchange is when you take um, some clothes from your closet that you're no longer using and your friends take clothes from their closet that they're no longer using and you guys come together and have like a little party. You could have like a little wine, like a little cheese, do a little charcuterie board, okay, with your imperfect foods and you just exchange. Some people do like like a flat fee, like so you could do like, okay, clothing exchange, everybody will be essentially like you'll put $10 in and maybe like everybody from there should get some money out of there or you can do it like you can pay per item and just be like it's a dollar per item like a flat fee I think I was trying to say like you can do a like a flat fee of ten dollars but wait you're gonna give that doesn't make sense if you pay ten dollars where's this money going maybe to the food I don't know I saw some girls doing it and I was like okay I have not done it so that's probably why I don't know what I'm saying but that's fine but I would love to do a clothing exchange. I'm going to try to organize one, so I'll keep you guys updated. But honestly, like that's a great idea because a lot of your friends end up having similar style to you. And even if they don't, maybe you want to go out of your comfort zone and try something new. So a clothing exchange is a great way to do that. If you want to do it for free, cool. Because like if you get five pieces and your other friend get five pieces, you're even. Call it a day. Don't be like, well, this friend was more. No, no, no. Just call it a day. Be grateful, thankful, and blessed, honey. But what I can say is, the pieces of clothing that I've thrifted are some of the pieces that I have worn the most, I've made the most memories in, and I cherish a lot. And I'm a thrifty girl. Like, I like to thrift, and if that's something that you want to try or do, don't be scared of it. Don't be ashamed. Don't let anybody make you feel a certain way. Like, go into it. Be excited. Hunt. Try different spots. Take different friends with you make it a new core memory, but like thrift your little heart out. 
okay? Thrift your little heart out this spring break, okay? Um, and then also to add on to that, there's, lastly, there's a clothing subscription box called Newly. Kind of expensive, but it's $99 a month. And actually, I have two more things, but um, if you think about it, I don't know how much money you spend on clothes a month. I probably spend around... $50 a month on clothes. So I'm not sure that I would need Newly, but Newly is a lot more of like more expensive brands. So you can rent clothes from them for a month. And it's $99 a month, which is super cool, super fun. You can try different pieces, wear them, send them back, get new pieces. So it's like, honestly, you'll probably be saving a lot more money if you are like a, somebody who spends like $150 or $200 a month on clothing honestly, you might want to try Newly. I heard it on another girl's podcast and I was like, okay. So I looked into it. It's not for me, but it might be something for you if you're not a thrifty girl. So I wanted to give some other options, not just something that kind of I like. But lastly, I want to say, re-wear your clothes. There's nothing wrong with wearing an outfit two days in a row. And I know that that's something that I struggle with, but I've just been in my room lately. And if I'm like working from home, I'm like, why can I wear the outfit that I wore yesterday? One, it was cute. So no thought has to go into it. Two, I felt great in it. So I'm going to put it back on. And three, I paid for it. So why am I like being like, well, I just wore this. Uh-uh. I paid for it. Stink. You're going to see me in that freaking tank top every other day. You're going to see me in it on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday. Like, just wear it. If you paid for something, wear it. Ain't nobody have anything to say to you. They have nothing to say to you. Honestly, they're probably going to be like, she is so cute. That is such a cute top. You're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> so there are my tips and tricks on how to be a sustainable force. I hope that you guys learned something. I hope you guys are able to take something away from this. Buy reusable bags, look up Imperfect Foods, and try newly subscription boxes. Not sponsored, just stuff that I looked up. Good options. Or go to your local farmer's market. Um, or go to your local thrift stores and thrift and try to get discounts on produce that is looking a little rough looking a little fugly. No shame. You're a little, like I said, you're going to put it in your mouth. It's going to turn into mush in your stomach. It really doesn't matter what it looks like. <laughs> it really doesn't. But I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, if you could DM me, text me, if you could give a five-star rating or give a review for the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, that would be amazing. You guys know that I absolutely love you and I adore you and I love spending time with you. So thank you guys so much for spending time with me and I will see you guys next time on another episode of With Peace and Love. Bye-bye.